Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Hello and welcome to Not Gambling Advice. It is Wednesday, May 3rd. I'm your host, Peter Apple, and Not Gambling Advice is sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code Just Baseball when you download for a full instant deposit match up to $100 on the best daily fantasy app. In this episode, I got you for three of my favorite MLB best bets along with a Prize Picks entry. We got back on track after picking up a unit yesterday. We went 1-0-1 after an easy cash of the under in Cubs versus Nationals. And we ended up pushing on the A's first five money line after both pitchers threw five inning no-hitters. Today, three MLB best bets, a prize picks entry. Let's build on yesterday's momentum. Our straight plays record is 46-39 and 39, plus 3.69 units. And on prize picks entries, we are 4-12 and 12, down 1.4 units. Prize picks has been terrible, but let's make it back. Remember, there's, there's small unit plays. Our first game is the Arizona Diamondbacks versus the Texas Rangers at 2.05 p.m. Eastern. The pitching matchup is Brandon Fott versus Andrew Heaney. System play, we fade rookie pitchers making their debut on the road. Bryce Miller was the man to fade yesterday, and he threw six perfect innings. It was incredible, but that won't sway me off this pick or any of them moving forward. It's still pushed, even with six perfect innings, but this one is winning. Let's talk about Brandon Fott, and this comes from our Top 100 Prospects list, which you can find on JustBaseball.com, written by Arm Layton. Though we may not have ace upside, Fott is as much of a virtual lock to stick as a starter as there is in any system and continues to get better each time I watch him pitch. Plus command of four pitches that ticked up in 2022, it makes sense that Fott kicked things into gear this season. Despite pitching in some of the most hitter-friendly environments in the minor leagues as a fly ball pitcher, Fott attacked hitters relentlessly. He may be susceptible to the long ball, but solo shots hurt a pitcher much less than walks, and Fott only walked 4.8% of batters last season. The 24-year-old has the floor of a back-end back end of the rotation starter, though I believe his pitchability and willingness to improve and tweak his craft will have him closer to the number three starter with room for a bit more. You may be wondering why I'm not on the first five. I think the first five will hit, but when I look at this matchup, I think the Rangers have every single advantage. Starting pitching, offense, and bullpen, so I'd prefer to take them through the full game at home considering the price. I'm also not a huge fan of Andrew Heaney. His strikeout rate has dropped and his slider doesn't appear to have the same bite that it did last season. I still think he's a league average pitcher, but I don't see a vast difference between him and Fott. I do see the difference in the bullpens and with the splits on offense. The Dimebacks have not been very effective against left-handed pitchers this season, and they struggle offensively on the road. In the last week against left-handers, they are rocking a 77 WRC+, ranking 19th in that span. In the previous two weeks, they have a 76 WRC+, dropping them to 25th in the league. Over the entire season, 91 WRC+, ranking 21st in Major League Baseball. The Dimebacks will also see a Rangers bullpen that is relatively well-rested. While three of their five best relievers threw yesterday, they had an off day the day before before and the day before that they didn't use any of the high leverage relievers from a sierra 
perspective, the Rangers bullpen is slightly better than the Diamondbacks, but in the ERA and FIP departments, the Rangers bullpen is in a different league than Arizona. Fought should have trouble today with a fantastic Rangers offense against right-handed pitching. The Rangers ranked fourth in baseball in WRC Plus against right-handers and third in the last two weeks at 136, 36% above league average. They also ranked second in hard hit rate against righties, which is usually a bad recipe for a pitcher who throws this many strikes. However, even with all this, I'm not laying the juice. Arizona opened as a minus-120 favorite, which I take very seriously. This game could easily be a too-good-to-be-true pick. I want to be completely honest. I would not be laying the Rangers if this weren't a system. A system doesn't matter, though, if I only play it occasionally. I think the Rangers will end up winning this game. It's worth a unit. So the pick is the Rangers' money line at minus 120, one unit to win 0.83 units. The next game is the Minnesota Twins versus Chicago White Sox at 7.10 p.m. Eastern. The pitching matchup is Louis Varland versus Dylan Cease. Here's what I mean by saying I trust opening lines. The Twins opened up as a minus-115 favorite and were immediately steamed towards the White Sox. Why? Dylan Cease's velocity is down, his strikeout rate is down, his velocity is down across the board, and his zone contact rate is the highest it's ever been. There are plenty of indicators to say Dylan Cease is not performing at nearly the same level he was last year. His ERA is 4.15, but his ERA is 4.44. I can't find anything that points to positive regression for him at the moment. Could things change? Absolutely. Do I think it'll change today? Not particularly. While I generally hate betting on White Sox games because there's so much variance, I have no problem fading them in the right spot. My issue is tailing them or betting on totals. Fading them? Yes, please. Louis Varland is a nerd's dream. His stuff plus metrics after his first start were staggering, and this is carrying over from his time in the minor leagues. He flashed his plus stuff against the Yankees, striking out eight while only walking one. Regarding stuff plus, he ranks in between Shane McClanahan and Kevin Gosman. Varland sits at 116 and C sits at 111. It's jarring to hear, but we're just looking at the physical attributes of his pitches. Every single one of his four pitches ranks well above average. He'll have a far superior bullpen behind him as well. The White Sox bullpen ranks 22nd in Sierra, while the Twins bullpen sits in 12th. The White Sox bullpen has a 6.68 ERA, second worst to the Oakland A's at 6.86. The Twins bullpen ERA is at 3.86, good for 15th in the league. Over the entire season, the White Sox ranked 22nd in baseball in WRC Plus at 83, while the Twins ranked 12 with a 107 WRC Plus. The Twins' bats have also been stellar against righties lately, putting up a 136 WRC Plus in the past two weeks, compared to the White Sox, who sit in dead last with a 63 WRC Plus. The White Sox are favored because it's Dylan Cease. The early opener of minus 115 towards the Twins tells us what the books really think, so I'm more than glad to grab them at plus money. The pick is the Twins' money line at plus 110, one unit to win 1.1 units. Next game is the Milwaukee Brewers versus the Colorado Rockies at 8.40 p.m. Eastern. The pitching matchup is Eric Lauer versus Kyle Freeland. Lauer might have the worst stats I have ever seen at Coors Field. Last year, he threw there once and allowed seven runs in two and two-thirds to give him a 23.63 ERA. In 2021, he threw five innings and allowed three runs to give him a 5 4 ERA. In 2019, he threw against them on three separate occasions, tossing eight innings and allowing 19 runs, 17 earned runs, and 24 hits to give him a 19.13 ERA. In 2018, he threw three innings, allowed seven runs, six of them earned, to give him an 18 ERA. In his career, pitching at Coors Field, he has a 15.92 ERA. You just don't see that. Kyle Freeland is a pitcher you'll rarely see me tail. What he does have working for him is the Brewers' inability to hit left-handed pitching. 
it's been this way ever since last season where they rank towards the bottom of the leaderboards against lefties. They have some new youngsters, but the problem remains. Over the past two weeks, the Brewers ranked 28th in WRC Plus at 70. Over the entire season, they ranked 29th in WRC Plus. Freeland has also been nails in a limited sample against Milwaukee. Through 54 plate appearances against the Brewers' current roster, rocking a 31.5 strikeout rate, a 102 opponent batting average, a 209 x Woba, and a 216 expected slugging. These are phenomenal numbers compared to Lauer against this Rockies' current roster. Through 88 plate appearances, the strikeout rate is at 14.8%, a 358 opponent batting average, a 353 x Woba, and a 462 expected slug. There is also a two-run difference in XERA between these two starters. Kyle Freeland is at 419, and Eric Lauer is at 619. Here's why this bet isn't the easiest in the world. The Rockies have been horrible against lefties this year. They need to snap out of this funk. On stream yesterday, people were asking me about the Phillies' money line because of how dreadful the Dodgers have been against lefties. My answer to that was, it was a matter of time before they snap out of it. I believe the same for the Rockies, as this team graded well above average against lefties last season. The total sits at 12. We should expect both offenses to score plenty of runs. I have more faith in the Rockies scoring more than the Brewers when it's all said and done, considering the offensive splits and Lauer's inability to pitch well at Coors Field. It's plus money. Had to jump. Let's get to our prize picks entry. Remember, use code JUSTBASEBALL when you download for a full instant deposit match up to $100 on the Best Daily Fantasy app. If you have not downloaded prize picks yet, Now's the time to do so. But the first leg is Tim Anderson under 7.5 fantasy score. Cutters and right-handers have always been tougher on Tim Anderson. I watched his ABs yesterday, and he still doesn't look like he's all the way back healthy from his injury. Either that or he's just not hitting the ball right now. Varlin will give him a heavy dose of cutters, and a 7.5 fantasy score implies a very good day. I just don't see that happening with less than ideal hitting conditions at guaranteed rate field. Number two, Chris Bryant over 1.5 bases. He's the reason this year the Rockies' offense against lefties hasn't been putrid. He's going to see a four-pitch mix. Four-seamers, cutters, curveballs, and sliders. He has a positive run value against three pitches this season. Four-seamers, cutters, and curveballs. This is a match made in heaven for Bryant and should cruise past one and a half bases. It's also minus 135 on BetMGM, so we are seeing great value on prize picks, so I have .2 units on that to win .4 units. Remember, we will be back Twitch streaming today at 4.30 p.m. Eastern to 6.30 p.m. Eastern, going over all the different plays from all the different MLB cappers. Hopefully, we enjoyed the picks yesterday. I'm going to keep grinding, but remember, it's not game advice.